Welcome to the Tech Meme Ride Home for Tuesday, November 9th, 2021. I'm Brian McCullough. Today, Robinhood has been compromised by some true brigands. Netflix takes a page out of the TikTok playbook. And a whole bunch of announces about new DRAM chips, new AMD chips, new custom voice spot toolkits from NVIDIA. And Niantic doesn't want to get left behind in the metaverse race it arguably helped kick off. Here's what you missed today in the world of tech. Robinhood says an unauthorized party obtained a list of email addresses from around 5 million Robinhood users, also full names for another around 2 million users, and more info, more detailed info on about 310 others, quoting TechCrunch. The company said in a blog post that a malicious hacker had socially engineered a customer service representative over the phone November 3rd to get access to customer support systems. That allowed the hacker to obtain customer names and email addresses, but also the additional full names, dates of birth, and zip codes of around 310 customers. Robinhood said that 10 customers had, quote, more extensive account details revealed, end quote. Robinhood did not say what information specifically, though no social security numbers, bank account numbers, or debit card numbers were exposed and caused no immediate financial loss to customers. But it's precisely that kind of information that malicious hackers can use to facilitate further attacks against victims like targeted phishing emails, since names and dates of birth can often be used to verify a person's identity. The company said once it secured its systems, the hacker then, quote, demanded an extortion payment, unquote. Robinhood instead notified law enforcement and security firm Mandiant to investigate the breach. It's a similar breach to how Twitter was hacked in July 2020. A then-teenage hacker used social engineering techniques to trick some of Twitter's employees into thinking the hacker was an employee himself, allowing the hacker access to an internal Twitter admin tool which he used to hijack high-profile accounts and spread a cryptocurrency scam. The attack netted the hacker just over $100,000 in cryptocurrency, and in its aftermath, Twitter rolled out security keys to its staff to toughen its defenses against attacks that prevent these kinds of attacks from working in the future, end quote. So if you are or have been a Robinhood user, definitely be on the lookout for phishing attacks for the next few weeks or so. Meanwhile, the law seems to be coming for some of the more high-profile hackers around. Europol has arrested seven people suspected of helping R-Evil and Grand Crab with over 7,000 cyber attacks since early 2019 in a Romanian-led investigation. And the U.S. has charged a Ukrainian suspect arrested in Poland last month, as well as a Russian citizen, over R-Evil attacks and says it seized $6 million in ransom payments, quoting CNN. Yaroslav Vasinsky, a Ukrainian national who was arrested in Poland last month, is accused of deploying ransomware known as R-Evil, which has been used in hacks that have cost U.S. firms millions of dollars. Vasinsky conducted a ransomware attack over the 4th of July weekend on Florida-based software firm Kaseya that infected up to 1,500 businesses around the world, according to an indictment unsealed Monday. Vasinsky and another alleged R-Evil operative, Russian national Yevenki Polanyan, are charged with conspiracy to commit fraud and conspiracy to commit money laundering, among other charges. As part of the investigation, authorities seized at least $6 million in funds allegedly linked to ransom payments received by Polanyan, U.S. officials said. Attorney General Merrick Garland said at a press conference that the U.S. and its allies would do everything in our power to track down ransomware operatives and claw back the money, quote, they have stolen from the American people, end quote. Vasinski, 22, is being held in Poland pending U.S. extradition proceedings, while Polanyan, 28, remains at large. CyberScoop first reported that Vasinski had been arrested. The Treasury Department on Monday also imposed sanctions on Vasinski and Polanyan, 
as well as a cryptocurrency exchange that allegedly has moved money for ransomware operatives. The State Department, meanwhile, announced a reward of up to $10 million for information leading to the identification or location of the leadership of the R-Evil ransomware gang. The department is also offering up to $5 million for information leading to an arrest or conviction of anyone conspiring or attempting to participate in R-Evil ransomware attacks, end quote. Here's something I definitely did not have on my bingo card, Netflix, copying TikTok. Netflix for iOS is rolling out what it calls Kids Clips, a TikTok-like feature that shows new daily short videos from its children's library of content, quoting Bloomberg. The video streaming giant is experimenting with new features that can expose customers to more titles in its catalog. The move is also an attempt to reach the kind of viewers who might normally watch TikTok or short clips on YouTube. The effort, which Netflix referred to as a test, builds on an earlier feature called Fast Laughs that spotlights comedy clips. It launched earlier this year. Netflix also has created rankings of its most popular titles, giving users another way to find shows they might like. The kids' feed will resemble Fast Laughs, but the videos will be viewed horizontally as opposed to vertically and will take over the entire screen. Kids will only be able to watch 10 to 20 clips at a time. The feature will begin rolling out this week in the U.S. and Spanish-speaking countries in Latin America, as well as markets such as Canada, Australia, and Ireland. Netflix confirmed the launch of the new feature after its presence was discovered in hidden code by iOS developer Steve Moser and shared with Bloomberg News, end quote. By the way, what is this, the second time our buddy Steve Moser has uncovered some news and headline-making features? boy, Steve! Samsung has unveiled a new 14-nanometer, 16-gigabyte LPDDR5X DRAM chip for mobile devices, claiming data transfer speeds of 8.5 Gbps, which would be 1.3x faster than the LPDDR5, while at the same time consuming 20% less power, quoting XDA developers. Talking about the new memory module, Songjun Huang, SVP and head of the DRAM design team at Samsung said, quote, In recent years, hyperconnected market segments such as AI, augmented reality, and the metaverse, which rely on extremely fast large-scale data processing, have been rapidly expanding. Our LPDDR5X will broaden the use of high-performance low-power memory beyond smartphones and bring new capabilities to AI-based edge applications like servers and even automobiles, end quote. It's speculated that Samsung will ship its upcoming flagship Galaxy S22 series with the new LPDDR5X memory module. Recent reports suggest that Samsung is aiming for an early February launch for the devices. We've already started seeing leaks about the Galaxy S22 lineup, and we recently got our first look at live images of the Galaxy S22 Ultra. If the recent rumors turn out to be accurate, the Galaxy S22 lineup will pack Samsung's Exynos 2200 and Qualcomm Snapdragon 898 systems on a chip and a 50-megapixel ISOCELL GN5 primary camera. The top-spec Galaxy S22 Ultra will be a spiritual successor to the Galaxy Note 20 Ultra, featuring a similar design, an S Pen slot, and a substantial battery. Samsung is also gearing up to launch the much-awaited Galaxy S21 FE early next year, but it might not feature the new RAM module." End quote. Hey! 
how do you make a password that's strong enough so no one will guess it and it's impossible for you to forget and do it for a hundred different sites and make it so everyone in your company can do the same without ever needing to reset them? Sounds impossible unless you have one password. More than any other product I've ever told you about, I can vouch 1000% for one password. I can't live without it. One password makes strong security easy for your people and gives you the visibility you need to take action when you need to. Any device, any time, one password lets you securely switch between iPhone, Android, Mac, and PC with convenient features like autofill for quick sign-ins. All you have to remember is the one strong account password that protects everything else. Your logins, your credit cards, secure notes, or the office Wi-Fi password. One password's award-winning password manager is trusted by millions of users and over 100,000 businesses from IBM to Slack. It beat out 40 other options to become Wirecutter's top pick for password managers. Right now, my listeners get a free two-week trial at one password.com slash ride for your growing business. That's two free weeks at onepassword.com slash ride. Don't let security slow your business down. Go to onepassword.com slash ride. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ka-ching. As you know, I still run the first company I ever founded 25 years ago entirely on Shopify these days. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow the whole way. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling. Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is that you can take any business to the next level, even 25-year-old ones, but especially 25-day-old ones. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash ride, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash ride now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash ride. Meanwhile, a bunch of news yesterday from AMD. AMD says chips with new 3D stacked L3 cache tech allowing up to 768 megabytes of L3 cache per chip, will arrive in the first quarter of 2022 and are in preview now on Azure. Also, AMD unveiled its Zen 4 CPU roadmap, including a 96-core Genoa chip in 2022 and a 128-core chip in 2023, both using a 5-nanometer TSMC process that doubles power efficiency. AMD also took time to tout Meta, as a data center chip customer as it targets NVIDIA with new chips like the MI200, a family of server accelerators to boost machine learning and other workloads. Quoting Reuters, After years of trailing the much larger Intel in the market for x86 processor chips, AMD has steadily gained market share since 2017, when a comeback plan spearheaded by Chief Executive Lisa Su put the company on a course to its present position of having faster chips than Intel's. AMD now has nearly a quarter of the market for x86 chips, according to Mercury Research. After securing Meta, the company formerly known as Facebook, as a customer, AMD has deals in place with many of Intel's largest customers. It also has deals with Alphabet's Google Cloud, Amazon's Amazon Web Services, and Microsoft's Azure. 
Christopher Rowland, a semiconductor analyst at Susquehanna International Group, said in a note to investors that AMD appeared to be winning a part of Meta's increased spending as it ramps up plans to build virtual online worlds. Quote, investors are now trying to identify the big hardware beneficiaries of this CapEx, and today's announcement could suggest AMD is winning a healthy portion, Rowland wrote, end quote. And meanwhile to that, NVIDIA has unveiled Riva Custom Voice, a toolkit which companies can use to create custom human-like voice assistants with only 30 minutes of speech data, quoting VentureBeat. According to NVIDIA, businesses can use Riva Custom Voice to develop a virtual assistant with a unique voice, while call centers and developers can leverage it to launch brand voices and apps to support people with speech and language disabilities. Brand voices like Progressive's Flow are often tasked with recording phone trees and e-learning scripts in corporate training video series. For companies, the cost can add up. One source pegs the average hourly rate for voice actors at $39.63, plus additional fees for interactive voice response or IVR prompts. Synthesization could boost actors' productivity by cutting down on the need for additional recordings, potentially freeing the actors up to pursue more creative work and saving businesses money in the process. For example, Progressive used AI to create a Facebook Messenger chatbot with the voice of Stephanie Courtney, who plays Flo. KFC in Canada built a voice in a southern U.S. English accent for the chain's ambassador, Colonel Sanders, in the company's Amazon Alexa app. Duolingo is employing AI to create voices for characters in its language learning apps. And National Australia Bank has deployed an AI-powered Australian English voice for the customers who call into its contact centers. Riva Custom Voice, which is available in the latest version of NVIDIA's Riva Conversational AI Software Development Kit, leverages semi-supervised learning to create synthetic bespoke voices for software, IVRs, and other business applications. In semi-supervised learning, one of several types of AI training techniques, machine learning algorithms determine the correlations between data points and then use a small amount of labeled data to mark those points. The system is then trained based on the newly applied data labels, eliminating the need to manually label all data. Semi-supervised learning is applicable to a range of real-world problems where a small amount of labeled data would prevent supervised learning algorithms from functioning. Supervised learning requires all that data be labeled in order to complete the training process. For example, it can alleviate the data prep burden in speech analysis where labeling audio files is typically very labor-intensive. NVIDIA says that for small-scale research and development, Riva Custom Voice will launch in open beta at no cost on the NVIDIA NGC container registry. For customers with large-scale deployments, there's Riva Enterprise, a newly announced fully managed version of Riva that's expected to become available early next year. In addition to Riva Custom Voice, Riva will offer technical support from NVIDIA experts, the company says. With Riva Custom Voice, NVIDIA is effectively going toe-to-toe with Google, which in 2019 debuted new AI-synthesized WaveNet voices and standard voices in its cloud text-to-speech service. NVIDIA has another rival in Amazon, which recently launched a service called Brand Voice that taps AI to generate custom spokespeople and offers a number of voice styles and emotion styles through Amazon Polly. For its part, in February, Microsoft launched a synthetic voice generation service called Custom Neural Voices in Limited Access, end quote. And meanwhile, in the metaverse race, Niantic has launched Lightship, a platform to build real-world metaverse, AR, iOS, and Android apps, and has committed $20 million to fund companies building 
AR apps. Niantic, it could be argued, has been laying the groundwork for the metaverse long before Mark Zuckerberg made his big pivot. Quoting The Verge, called Lightship, the platform is, quote, built around the parts necessary to stitch together the digital and the real world, CEO John Hankey tells me. According to Hankey, Lightship will let mobile apps identify whether a user's camera is pointed at the sky or water, map the surfaces and depth of an environment in real time, or place a virtual object behind a physical one. Niantic is best known for creating one of the most successful mobile games ever, Pokemon Go. And with Lightship, Hanky says the company is, quote, opening the vault of tech that we've been using to build our products to help others build planet-scale AR apps, end quote. Lightship has been in development for quite some time, but starting Monday, it's open for any developer to access. Most of the software toolkit is free, though Niantic will charge for a feature that can let multiple devices access shared AR experiences simultaneously. The company is also committing $20 million to fund new companies building AR apps. Niantic is already planning a major update to Lightship for next year, building what Hanky calls a visual positioning system for AR glasses. By using the new system, glasses with displays in them will be able to understand exactly where they are in the real world, which will let virtual objects such as a Pikachu stay anchored persistently to real-world locations. It's a critical component needed to make AR glasses such as the kind that Niantic is building with Qualcomm useful." End quote. If you ever hear me snark about companies or websites going down for a period of time again, don't let me do it. It's been a tough 24 hours or so for my e-commerce company over here. Something got screwed up with our SSL certificate and DNS is all screwed up and I spent all night and all morning trying to get it all back online. We're almost there. There's still one little snag. If you go to ResumeWriters.com, everything works fine. But if you type in www.ResumeWriters.com, you get error messages. There's still some sort of misconfiguration of subdomains involving Cloudflare, I believe. And of course, Cloudflare doesn't have any sort of easy customer service, do they? Oh, no. No customer service number to call, hidden issue ticket links, and they even say on the website, if you're having an issue, it might take them three to five days to get back to you. Super. Talk to you tomorrow, unless Cloudflare customer service kills me in the meantime.